CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. We're here to help you get through the catastrophes that could kill you. Avalanches, bear attacks, knife fights. And the stuff that really keeps you up at night. Texting mishaps. Sexting mishaps. Being catfished. I'm really worried about getting osteoporosis. (gasps) Me too. My bones are like chalk. I'm getting you a glass of milk right now. Should we just play the song? Yeah, okay. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. Hey, everybody. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Christine Kimmel. Here's my co-host. I'm Danielle Koenig. Danielle. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Well, I've got an amazing coffee. Yes. I dumped out my home coffee because I was like, this you is, can't make coffee. Well, uh, this tastes no. like cardboard. I, I want the good stuff. Yeah, I this is embarrassing to admit as an adult, but I can't make well, I can't make coffee that doesn't send me through the roof like it oh i i haven't ever mastered the right balance of caffeine to non-caffeine okay so i always buy my coffee it's such a fucking waste of money it's ridiculous so what you're saying is you just don't know how to make coffee i don't know how to make coffee i guess i mean i've made it it's just Mm -hmm. always it's too strong or i don't know i'm just not i have a coffee maker thing it's pretty pathetic but that's okay you know i don't think I think you can let this one go. I'm just not good at domestic things. Like, I just had to flat out apologize to my husband and son yesterday. I'm just like, because I can't, I, I can't handle dinner. Like, I'm just not, I mean, first of all, my husband doesn't, can't smell food cooking. Okay. So that's a big impediment right there. He so literally can't smell food. It makes, cooking. it, it makes bothers him. him. Makes him okay, sick. Okay. Okay. I don't eat meat. What if he's in a restaurant? Then if it's okay? If he's in a restaurant, he's fine. But if it's in his house, he doesn't. It's too close. He can't take it. Okay. So whatever. We all have our things. He has many. Um, 
And I don't eat meat, so I wouldn't be preparing meat either. But I eat fish, and I would prepare fish, but he can't handle it. So do you guys do a lot of of takeout? There's a lot of takeout. There's a lot of Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. Um, They are sick to death of my vegetarian chili, which I don't blame them. I mean, I can only make like four things, and that's one of them. And they just, their eyes roll so far into that. I mean, they're they're sweet about it, but it's just, there's just only so many things I can make. I you know, just don't have I think skills. the greatest gift is that your husband can't stand the smell of cooking. Honestly, if I, if I was given the yeah. gift of not having to make meals. It just makes me feel like such a failure as a mom. Like, it really does. I'm like, I should be providing food for my son. I mean, it's not like he doesn't eat, but in any case, it's just kind of pathetic. But uh, but I do have all these obstacles. The main one yes. being... <laughs> I think it's a gift, honestly. Have not, take that off your plate, I you know? know? But then I feel bad about the packaging with the takeout. And, you know, I just feel... Ugh, let it go. <laughs> let it go, lady. So before we get into today's thing, I do want to say that um, Garen was nice enough to... well. He has a little shopping problem, Garen, right? Is that fair to say? He buys DVDs. So he bought The Day After. <gasps> he did? And he lent it to us and we watched it. Oh, my God. And it's really good. Yeah. It is really good. And yes, the, <laughs> the skeleton <laughs> was hysterical. Yes. But they didn't remain skeletons. They, okay. Right. Remember, they like yes. they get zapped in their skeletons, but they don't fall down and then they're skeletons. When you say we watched it, do you mean you also Oliver also watched it? He did, except that it was the day of the daylight savings change, and okay. he uh, kept falling asleep. Jeez. And I said, "Do you want me to just let you sleep, honey?" Nope. So I go, Oliver, and then he'd wake up for three seconds, and then yeah. eventually it didn't work, and he just stayed asleep. I don't think. I don't think he didn't like it, but he was just really tired. So he didn't get to get the part where like Steve Gutenberg's looking for his lady in the tent with all the dying people. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. He was just so in and out. I still don't understand why Steve Gutenberg became a star. I, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> that, I can't wrap my head around Three men it. and a baby. But he's not attractive. He has a good body. He's not like a really attractive person. He's not charismatic. He He's was the Paul Rudd. Actor. He was the Paul Rudd of that time. People had lower expectations then. I guess. I mean, I know you didn't have to have like fantastic looks to be a star, mm-hmm. but then you would have a personality like a Judd Hirsch or a, you know, I mean, I Dustin Hoffman or I mean, I think Dustin Hoffman's attractive, but you know what I mean. He's not like a t- prototypical good-looking guy. Yeah, no, no, no. But um, Steve Gutenberg is just blah. He's just so blah. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. No, what was Steve Gutenberg's breakout role? I don't know. Well, he... I just think of him from Police Academy, right? But he was kind of, wasn't he kind of the straight man in Police Academy? Like the, was th- he supposed to be the main kind yeah, of? Yeah, I think he's the main guy. Yeah, I don't, I. And this, he's, he's supposed to be 19. He looks 35 years old. Yes. Maybe that's the nuclear fallout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, so it's good. It's really good. It I holds do, up. I, I think it really holds up. Yeah, it's it's and it doesn't give you like a a rosy ending. It's grim. No, it's totally grim. And it's just like, deal with this, assholes. This is what's going to happen. Well, I do think the whole goal of that film was to scare the shit out of people. It basically says that it was like, no one's paying attention to the fact that there's possibly going to be a nuclear war and, you know, millions of people are going to die and the world's going to basically end. So we're going to make this for TV because that's the only way we can reach people. Yeah. Because they're not paying attention yeah. to the news. It was it was unbelievable, and it worked. It worked. Okay, so today's um, today's topic is how to survive 
drowning in a car. Well, yeah, because this is just as likely to happen. This is more likely to happen well, than a than a nuclear fallout. Now we're going to scare the shit out of people. We are going to scare the shit out of people. You know, I was thinking about this and I realized because I, I have a pretty big fear of this. Yeah. And I think it's because I've seen this so much in movies my whole life like right. as a kid because I'm like, never have I heard this actually happening. Oh, well, I'll tell you. You're going to tell me I'm about it. I'm going to tell oh, you good. about it actually happening. I'm so excited because I've seen it so much in films where you're you know, people are going off the road and getting yes. trapped inside the car and you see them in the car and they're yes. trying to get out. And for me, that is so terrifying. So are you also scared of quicksand? You know, because uh, that was like in every single movie and, and and cartoon when we were kids. Well, it's I like it the most in The Princess Bride, of course, because of the big rats too. R-O-U-S's. Um Oh, yes. I love that. Um, not as much. Um because I guess I'm not going into the jungle right. with quicksand. I've never been near quicksand as much as I am in a car, which happens almost every right. day. Um, and uh, I'm going to. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's do it. OK, so very little is known about drowning deaths that occur as the result of crashes in which cars are submerged in deep water. Each year in the U.S., there are roughly 1,200 to 1,500 submerged vehicle incidents resulting in as many as 400 deaths by what? drowning. That's so much more than I expected. I know. I thought you were going to say like two. I know. <gasps> According to data collected by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Florida leads the nation. Florida. In such deaths with at least 57 fatalities each year. What? Resulted from approximately 4,800 crashes that ended with a car but in the water. That makes sense because Florida's, you're constantly you're driving by... Water, by right? Water, like the ocean and all the... Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. How about my correct use of the word keys there? I'm impressed. I was I was just going, you know, all that, the... the that was what I was going to call it. I just it. know it from that TV show, um, We're Not Bad People, We Just Did a Bad Thing. What what the hell is that show called? Oh, with, with the Matthew Kyle Chandler? Fox. With you Kyle always want to call him Matthew I want to call him Matthew Fox. And I don't like him, so it, stop doing so that. It's so unfair of me because I don't I don't either. And Kyle and, Chandler's a really good actor. Uh, and look, uh, he's my, he's my, you know. He's your hall pass? What do you call it? Yeah. Yeah. Does your husband know he's your hall pass? Or uh, is it just, he doesn't. He doesn't. He always, he thinks, you know, to know. He, he always thinks it's Keanu Reeves because I like Keanu Reeves a lot. And he's, he's so mad about Keanu Reeves when I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, because he hates Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> Sven, I saw the new Matrix trailer. And he's like, uh, well, I hope Keanu Reeves isn't in it. And I'm like, of course he's in it. He's the best That's thing about why. it. I know. Um, so funny. He's actually jealous of Keanu, you and Keanu Reeves. We're probably going to. Yeah. I, mean, I don't see why not. No, that could happen. He does date and or is married to a woman who's his age. Yes. And that made headlines. Well, close to his age. They still have like a almost 10 year age difference. Oh, they do? I think. Yeah, because she's like our age and he's like 57 oh i thought okay they all everyone made a big deal because she like has gray hair right and she's still stunning right but people are like he's dating a regular woman oh for god's sake and i'm like yeah okay well she's gorgeous but whatever (sighs) uh okay once again i got my tips from the art of manliness (laughs) your favorite website this is my favorite website oh my god i love it yep um stay as calm (laughs) as possible (laughs) when you have gallons of water filling your car it's hard not to panic yeah i'll say but when the difference between life and death comes down to a matter of minutes 
I would argue seconds, having a clear head is essential to your survival. Panic is often the reason people drown. They lose the ability to think straight and don't know what to do. I know this one's really this one's really Danielle scary. I'm I know. Getting really nervous. I know. Just hearing you say these words. What if I just took my water bottle and just started dunking you with water? <laughs> You're gonna waterboard me. I'm gonna waterboard you. But panic equals death. God. I don't think I could survive this. You will. I'm going to tell you how to do it. Okay. Hyperventilating and wasting your energy on ineffective actions closes off the easiest options of escape. Wastes precious oxygen. I can't talk today. Mm. And shortens the amount of time you'll be able to hold your breath when making an escape. So just concentrate on what you need to do. Okay. Okay. Your best chance of escape is in the first 30 to 120 seconds. That's half a minute to two minutes. Oh, my God. In research done on the subject, it was found that the vast majority of situations of in the vast majority of situations, a vehicle will actually float for 30 to 120 seconds before sinking. This is your best chance at escape. Stay calm, but also act quickly. If you have your wits about you, 30 seconds is plenty of time to escape, even with passengers. So I was going to say, so don't load your car with bricks. <laughs> but isn't it like... The opposite isn't in water, like how a a fat person floats in the water, or is that that's buoyancy that has nothing. I don't to do know. With, I don't know okay. how things work. All right, take out before you're going. Take my. That should be the subtitle of our show: <laughs> How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I don't know how things work. <laughs> that's more true of me than you, but that's very funny. Um, Okay, do not... Okay, so here's the thing. People have stated... No, it's okay. Okay. There have, she's like about to cry. There have been... You're going to drown in your own tears. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> there has been this theory that mm-hmm. you should wait until your car s- sinks until your car is filled okay. with water yeah. because that equalizes the pressure between outside your car and yep. inside your car. Yep. And then you can open the door. Mm-hmm. There's no way to open the door before that mm-hmm. because uh, the pressure from outside is greater. Okay. However, on um, uh, the TV show, oh my God, I'm forgetting the name of the show. Goliath. No. <laughs> Goliath. Arrested Development. No. <laughs> no, it's the car show. Um, that we have in America, but they also have it in England. Top Gear. Thank you. And okay. On Top Gear in England, mm-hmm. they I watched it. They did a video where they showed, they put this theory in practice. Okay. And they had to, once the water was filled up in the car, he still couldn't open the door. They oh. had to wait until the car sunk to the bottom. Yes. And it was only 10 feet. Yeah. Before he could open the door. But okay. when you're in an ocean or a lake. No, you don't it's wait. It's terrifying. Yeah. So what they're saying is don't. In don't fact, do that. I found a couple of websites that said do this. And then all these people were refuting it. So then, yeah. So don't do that. Okay. okay. And who could do that anyway? Because you're, it's so scary, right? Yeah. Okay. When your car starts really sinking, the differential between the pressure outside the car and inside the car makes the car uh, being opened impossible. So. People, just like I said, people are commonly told to wait until the car fills completely with water, um, but they debunk that on Mythbusters and Top Gear. Oh, I have Top Gear written right in front of me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd uh, go off the top of my head and look what happened. Um, Okay. So, 
They said you could wait, but, you know, don't count on it. So the door is an option, but it's not your best option. There okay. are still some experts that say your best chance of escape is through the door right, right as you hit the water. In our research, The Art of Manliness. Yes. Um, our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this theory is losing steam. Sure, you have the ability to escape through a door if it's done immediately, but there are a few serious downfalls. One, if you try and can't do it, you have exhausted much of your energy because it's really, really heavy. Okay. And it's you, you need every, you know, inch of strength. You inch of strength is not a thing. But um, OK, so then you'll be panicked, which is bad. Two, it requires a tremendous amount of strength to open a door, even in, in just a foot of water. You may be able to escape that way. But can your wife and kids? Not those weaklings. My wife is such a wimp. She's, I know. Ah, that woman. <laughs> to the moon. Third, if you escape the door, the car will pretty much immediately sink. Because oh. now you've filled it with water. And then I've left my wife yes, and my kids behind. Exactly. If you're a strong man, mm. you could go this route, but only as a backup plan. And only if you're the only passenger in the vehicle. Okay. I think okay. by passenger, they mean the only person in the vehicle, yep. not the passenger. Roll down or break a window. Okay. Simply put, the window is your best chance for escape. If the water line has not risen past the windows, try rolling down the window first. Okay. Contrary to popular belief, Mythbusters found that automatic windows don't immediately short circuit underwater. Okay. But as the car sinks, the pressure of the water will prevent you from rolling them down. Okay. This is even the case with manual windows. So even if you have the rolling, yeah. like I know someone who literally will still buy cars with i don't even know if you can anymore but for a long time she was trying just to buy cars oh interesting because of this exact fear but oh my they're gosh. saying it doesn't it doesn't stop yeah. automatically and no one unless you're a person who has a vintage camaro none of right. us have a car with roll down windows yeah right exactly except so, your friend who apparently has a deeper fear of this than i do i mean can you believe it i can't so if rolling down the window doesn't work you'll need to break the side window to escape okay so you would think you could break the windshield in front of you. Don't try that. Oh, okay. Because it's much harder. You remember when we talked about that plastic sheeting yes. that you use to prevent burglars from breaking in? Mm -hmm. And then we talked about it for something else, actually. Um, the pirates. The pirates. Right? On your yes. yachts. Yes, on and your yachts. People exactly. who have yachts have that glass right. protective shield. So your windshield has that, too. Oh. So it makes it way, way harder to um, to to bust through. Well, it's a different kind of glass yeah. than regular glass. Like it's a kind of glass that doesn't. I only know this because I was once in Ohio. I was once in Ohio many times, and I was on the freeway with my brother in his big pickup truck, and my daughter was a little baby in the back uh -huh. in her car seat, and we were driving under a bridge on the freeway, and mm -hmm. it was a winter storm, and a big snow plow was plowing the bridge okay. above us, oh, no. and the snow came down on the windshield, and oh all God. the glass came and smashed at us. Wait and a second, the snow. The, the fall of the snow mm -hmm. broke the windshield? Yeah. they were Because snow is heavy. I mean, snow is wet and heavy. And it they dumped, they were plowing the bridge above us. And we were driving under the bridge. And it came off onto oh our God. windshield. And it just smashed the windshield into us. And it went all over my daughter. <gasps> and she was sleeping in the back. And then we couldn't see anything. And we were on the highway. So we had to pull over. And um, this is terrifying. It was. It was so scary. And I was like, well... We're going to be, I thought we were going to be sliced to pieces. Yes. N none of us had a scratch on us because the glass, when it breaks, it's like 
little crumbles. Oh, okay. But it doesn't it doesn't cut you. It's a different kind of glass. Well, I think people in car accidents sometimes get cut up. Well, maybe that's the side windows. But I think it's also different. On older cars, they didn't used to do this because I remember another time my other brother was in a really bad car accident with his um, girlfriend at the time. They were young teenagers and he had um, to get stitches all over his <gasps> neck. That's so badass. Yeah, and, and they had to. I remember we went to the emergency room to see if they were okay, and we could hear her screaming because they were pulling glass out of her face. Oh god! Oh my god! So older cars, the glass is different, but Jesus on newer cars, god. they they because of you know stuff like that. I think they've made it so more protective. Did she break up with him because she? No, was they like, got married. Oh no! Didn't work out. Hmm, shocking. <laughs> yeah. Were they still pulling glass out of their necks while they were swapping vows? I think they were. Um, Probably arguing <laughs> at the altar. <laughs> oh my god! So, so is that a common practice that they just shovel snow off of an overpass? Like, how has that not happened a million times? I think it, I think doing? it does happen, and I think that we even tr- you know the police came. Yeah. We explained that to them, and it was kind of like a yeah, that kind of stuff happens, and oh, it's for God's so sake. dangerous. You could sue the city. I mean, I was pretty pissed. I, my, my daughter, by the way, did not wake up. Wow. She slept through that. My God. So. That's amazing. I was pretty stunned. That's insane. I think all the things you're scared of, this is the scariest thing that could have happened. Well. I think. I think you know what's interesting. Here's the thing about people who like have really intense levels of anxiety. Yeah. I, re- I even read about this. I confirmed it. When the stuff happens, it's not as scary. It's like when the right. pandemic came, I was not, I was calm kind of because you're always expecting those things to happen. <laughs> right. So when they happen, you're like, yeah, yeah, well, then I figured this, this, is, this, is, this is what is, I thought. I yeah. thought it was going to happen. So oh, here we are. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, okay. So if rolling down the window doesn't work, you'll need to break the side window to escape. So for one thing, you want to do like the corner of the window where it's um, more vulnerable. Which corner? Upper or lower? I, you know, I'm not sure. I think I think they said upper. Seems like upper is a little thinner, that thinner, glass, yeah. and the bottom seems thicker. Yeah. This is actually harder than you might think as the windows are made of strong tempered glass. While the windshield is easier. Okay, this is what I was saying. While the windshield is easier to shatter, they're designed to be unbreakable and are laminated with a plastic sheet. Um, that could keep you trapped in the car. Uh, if you've been doing your push-ups and pull-ups, no. men, you might be able to break the side window with your elbow or fist. Aim for the corner of the window, but this is extremely difficult. The water significantly slows down the force of your movements, because remember, now you're in water. Yeah, so it's made so it even... So this is, yeah. yeah. The Mythbusters were unable to break it with a kick from a steel-toed t- uh, shoe. Jesus. And they're men. And they wear... And steel-toed shoes. Still toed. I think those guys wear steel toed shoes all the time. Probably that's all they wear. Yeah. Even if you are able to punch it through, your risk of cutting up your hands on the broken glass. Well, of course, but I mean, so they're saying wrapping your hand in something can help reduce the chance of slicing them up. I don't know that that's something you would be thinking of. Oh, this is something I saw on a little video. I thought was really smart. If you don't have um, a tool, which is what we're about to talk yeah. about, you could also use your headrest. You know how your headrest is removable? Oh, and has those metal points? It has metal yeah. points. Yeah. So you could... Bash it. You could try to bash it. Yeah. It's going to take me 30 seconds to get that thing I know, out. I know. I know. But 
in any case. Okay. Well, you're not a strong man who's been doing your push-ups and pull-ups. I'm going to start doing my push-ups and pull-ups. I know. But wait, so they're saying... The men of Mythbusters, 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 oh my God, that, that, Mythbusters, with steel-toed boots couldn't kick out the side window. Right. All right. So if you don't, I'm fucked if I don't have the tools. So go on. Okay. Okay. So your best option is to have some sort of device in your car at all times that allows you to easily break your windows in case of emergency. The Life Hammer or the T3 Tactical Triage and Auto Rescue Tool are two tools you might want to consider keeping in your car. The former has a hardened steel tip, while the latter has a spring-loaded steel tip window punch, which sounds really cool. I want that one. I've I got know. the wrong one. I do, too, because that sounds like something out of, like, a cat burglar movie. Like, it does. I'm picturing you, like, plunk it and make a circle yes. and then pop it, it out. sexier. I'm sure that's not what it Sorry, is. Sorry, Life Hammer. But that sounds awesome. Okay, which allows you to break uh, strongly tempered windows with the push of a button. I mean... Come on. I know. They also have cutting devices that will cut through a seatbelt if you find that oh. you can't unbuckle yourself, which ours do. <gasps> Life Hammer does that? Yes. I'm going to show you in a second. Keep them in place. Keep them in a place that will be immediately accessible in case of an accident. You don't want to be rummaging through your glove compartment as your uh, car fills with water, which I thought was really smart because yes. I had it in my glove compartment. Okay. And after this, I'm going to put it in my console, which is right next yes. to... Um, right next to me i think life hammer actually the one i have here mm-hmm. this this black part uh, my husband was telling me this can hook right next to the console like so you can actually grab it oh like it can it can attach to the side oh. of the console okay see the so you can just but but the thing he was saying because our car's a lease I probably wouldn't like drill holes in the console. Um, well, don't get it stuck in a lake then. Well, no, I'll, it's a lease. I'll probably. Yeah, I mean that's gonna, gonna be fucked. No, that's true. You know how much money you're gonna owe? Shit, I didn't think of that. Do it at the end of the lease. Good idea. So that you've are you and you only owe a month or so. You know what? Though, if Life Hammer wants to send us a bunch of these, we could put our logo. We, we could put like <gasps> "Stay Calm." Yes. On these? That would be awesome. That would be good. That'd so, be like a nice partnership with Life Hammer. If you're listening, <laughs> Life Hammer, I'm just saying. I got mine from, this is a little cross-promotion episode. Mm-hmm. This is like when you would watch NBC Thursday nights mm-hmm. and like the characters from Family Ties. Don't laugh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. The characters from like Family Ties would end up on the Cosby show. I don't oh, know if yeah. that one actually happened. I don't know if But that I did. know that on Friends, they did it with... Um, they did friends with, well, did friends do cross promotion? They did. I, I feel like maybe with Seinfeld, but now I can't remember. I can't remember oh, any I, current pro- cross promotions. Mine it. always go back to like when Laverne and Shirley were on happy days. No, they started. They, that was a days. spinoff. You're right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an actual. I think they did family. I think they did um, fr- friends with Mad About You. That's what I was just going to say. And they had oh, the Ursula thing. I thought yeah. that was that. What Phoebe started out on was Mad About You. She played her twin on Mad About You. Mm-hmm. She played Ursula, and then they made it a twin when she was on Friends. They said, oh, Phoebe okay. has this twin who works in a coffee shop, Ursula. Got it. But they actually did do a crossover. In any case, the crossover I'm talking about is with a show called Never Not Funny, which is... I've what, heard of that. Yeah, my host. My host. My host. <laughs> Your uh, other host. My host, Jimmy Husbands. Um, my husband, Jimmy, hosts. And... That didn't even sound right. <laughs> Losing my mind. So 
from listening to our show, this mm-hmm. listener, what's what's the listener's name again, Garen? Uh, Ann Hunter. Ann Hunter. Hi, Ann. Isn't Ann Hunter the name of the actress in All About Eve? It sounds familiar. I think that's her name. Ann Hunter sent us a huge, like, first aid stuff. Like, pre- Emergency prepared, kit? preparedness stuff. Yeah. And in it was this life hammer. So, it is incredible. You pull it off, which is actually very easy. And so, it has these metal points that you use to break the window. But if also, like, maybe you didn't notice this, Chris. Let's see. It has, this is the... At one end, it has a razor, which you oh. use to cut Let me see. your seatbelt. I'm going to take this one out. I don't know if we have the exact same I don't know if we, you know, brand. But mine might be different. Mine was a gift from my husband because he's so romantic. That sounds nice. He gets me a lot of romantic gifts. Um, I do think it's the same. How do you get this out? You pop it out? You pull it out from the top. Let's see. Oh, you have to. I'm not, maybe I'm not even strong enough to take it out. Do well, these, you need to do your pull-ups and push-ups. I think they're the same, right? Yeah. Oh, yours are round. That's weird. Your points where you break the glass are rounded, and mine are pointy. No, I think these are pointy. Oh, Ooh, they are? They're very sharp. You know what? It's because I don't have my glasses on. My, I have round points. <laughs> very, I said that about you. Very round points. Okay. So, and then see the other end? That's a razor. Ooh, be careful. That's going to cut That's going to cut the seatbelt. Seatbelt, yeah. Okay. So They're glow in the dark, which is also fun, because if yeah. it's nighttime. That is fun. That is fun as you're drowning. Um, and this is the thing you would see. Drill this, hook this onto the side I of your console. See. Okay. Yeah, at least two. So that's not. Gonna I don't happen. know why it's. They shouldn't. I don't know what why they need to make it so hard to take out of this. And then I don't know what this <laughs> part is. I don't know. I think that but I, that you mean this orange thing at the yeah. Oh, oh. I, I don't know. It just came out. That can't be good. All right. in the dark. Okay. Okay. So once you get out, once you've used your tool. Push off the car and swim to the surface. If you're disoriented, which you might be because the water has been swirling around you. And you've just been in a car accident. You might have injuries. Yeah. Um, Know which way. uh, Oh, if you're disoriented and don't know which way is up, look for bubbles and follow the direction they're going. So I thought that was really good. What to do with passengers? First, don't open the door to make your escape. While you might be able to get out, the car will quickly fill with water and sink rapidly, which we have already talked about trapping your passengers in a watery grave. Ugh. Escaping from a sinking car is hard enough by yourself, but what, do you, what if you have passengers? The first goal is to keep them calm. Oh, yeah. That's going to be tough. Take control of the situation by explaining exactly what you're about to do. When people see there's a plan, they'll usually calm down. Make sure they can get out of their seatbelts. If the buckles don't work, they'll need that cutting tool. Mm-hmm. A child can escape from the rear window, but know that the rear windows are smaller than the front windows. So if it's a small child, maybe they can. But oh, if like if the windows can roll down. Uh, yes, right. They're not going to, Ex- I'm not going to be like, here's the tool, punch your window out. Uh, maybe if they're strong, maybe if they're doing their pull-ups and sit-ups. True, my kids might be stronger than I am. If it's a small child, pull them up to the front and get them out of your window and follow after. So you were saying that you have never actually heard of this happening. I'm going to tell you a little story about oh, a I'm woman. I'm so excited. This is my favorite part. First of all, her name is Morgan Lake. Oh, my God. What? Could you write a better? I mean, this happened at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge in Virginia. Okay. So apparently this is a notorious bridge Mm -hmm. known for um, being a nightmare because it's really long and really scary uh, in terms of the side. It's like high. Is it high up? It's high. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's that high, but it's 
very easy to fall off. So I'm going to read you a little story. It began, this was in 2013. It began shortly after she drove onto the bridge Friday night on her way to Philadelphia to visit friends and relatives. The terror took hold when she looked in the rear view mirror and saw a tractor trailer coming full speed. Holy cannoli. Her car was stuck, police said. According to authorities, the car hit the barrier at the side of the bridge that, that pushed her car back onto the roadway. But then it was bumped by the tractor trailer a second time. Oh, my God. So at one this moment. This is a Stephen King novel. Yes. She's just like waiting there, teetering. Oh, God. And then, okay, it knocks it back onto. She somehow gets back onto the freeway and then gets knocked over again. So um, th- that propelled it upward three and a half feet to the top of the concrete Jersey wall. Um, I don't know why I say Jersey. I thought it was in Virginia. I don't know. Maybe Jersey is a kind of wall. Maybe it's a a wall made out of cows. (laughs) Jersey cows. Um, The car straddled the wall for a time. It's like like this. Like like a teeter-totter. It's like teetering. Can you imagine this? Oh, God. That's just the terriblest. I know. That's not a word. But then she said it tipped over and she was falling for what felt like eternity. It seemed also to be almost to be happening in slow motion, Lake said. Then the car hit the water. Hmm. Its windshield at the driver's side window shattered. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Um, as we will see. Early reports had estimated that the car dropped 40 feet or more, but investigators now say it was more like 27 feet. Okay. So the car... That's far. But she's like thinking the whole time. She said she could see everything. She could like see the sky, see the ground, oh see God. the water. Like, okay. The car filled with water, like said, and she felt like I was going to die. She said she actually started to drown. But then she said in a tell of, okay, then she said, I got myself together. So she did what you're supposed to do. She calmed down. Good job, Morgan Lee. I know. She told herself she could save her own life, and she did. I went from panic to calm, she said. She proceeded in steps, first unbuckling her seatbelt, so she wasn't Mm -hmm. able to do that, then grabbing the window and getting out of the car. She said it seemed to take a long time to reach the surface. She gasped, she gasped for air as many as five times. She looked around and began to swim. Oh, my God. And she swam to safety. And there's footage of her, like, just waiting on the rocks. Wow. And people from above on the bridge saying, it's okay. We're going to get you someone. We're going to yeah. get you. Now, she did get injured. And she was using, like, a walker. So I'm not sure what eventually happened to her. But obviously, I mean, she saved herself. She, and thank God that the crash broke the yes. windows. I mean, it was actually, like, a blessing. But still, that's so scary. So terrifying. But so, yeah, so it can happen and you can survive. I mean, I just can't imagine teetering on (sighs) the edge. Then it's all in slow motion and you know what's happening. Like, that is horrifying. It's really scary. Yeah. I mean, I like I would like to think that I would remain calm. In a situation well, you like have that. this. You have this tool. So I do have a life hammer. I do have the life hammer. I really want. What's the other one called? Oh, let me let me find it for you. The one that has yeah. the button. The T three tactical triage and auto rescue tool. I mean, who doesn't want that? I want it now. I, I want it. I want to drill just so I can try it out. I want them both. I feel like I don't think that's overdoing it. No, to have both. No, you just gotta because fight. you know you might have. You might have a second person in the car, and then you can both be breaking windows. You know what you could do is you could lock the T3 tactical triage and auto rescue tool behind glass. Yeah. And use the other one, the life hammer, to 
break the glass to get the new tool and then you feel you don't feel wasteful no no i want to i want to feel like i'm (laughs) maximizing your exactly i think both are i think having multiple glass breaking tools is the way to go well you know it's fall and it's time to accessorize and it's christmas and it's coming coming. you know i should say the holiday season because i want to be inclusive of people who celebrate all kinds of things right i thought you were just trying to be inclusive of the fact that uh we don't necessarily record in order and we don't know when this is coming out good point and it might be uh it might be summer of last year <laughs> you know what you know what i want to say instead it's a time to just buy things anytime because it we want to keep the economy going right and so it's good to have anything it's good to have anything i don't know what what did you say earlier i don't know how to do things I don't know things. I don't know things, and it's time to buy anything. <laughs> These are our new. <laughs> These are catch. This is a good catchphrase for our show. I don't know things. Yeah. Well, this was. You know what? It was a good one, right? Oh, because it feels doable. As yeah. horrifying as it is, it feels doable. I don't have to remember twenty five thousand things. I have no. to remember one thing: break the window. Yes. Get uh, out. Side things. Break a signed window. Yeah. Stay calm. Right. One of these tools, because I'm never, I don't wear steel-toed boots. Not, probably not. Well, I mean, it's not the 90s. No. You're not an idiot. No. I'm not working <laughs> in a factory anymore. Right. I'm probably never going to wear steel-toed boots again. And right. I'm, I'm not sure my arms are going to get any stronger. They're probably going to get weaker. Yeah. So have one of these, break out the window, cut my seatbelt. Right. And stay calm. And like swim and follow the bubbles. And I guess... What's the likelihood this is going to happen to me? Probably small, but you know, right. we have listeners in Florida. Yeah. We want to keep them safe. Right. We definitely do. So, Did we ever find out the name of that show? Bloodlines. Bloodlines. <gasps> Thank you. That was a good show, I thought. It was really good. I loved I thought the sibling um yes. dynamics were so oh fascinating. God. Linda Cardellini. God, I love Linda Cardellini, don't you? I love her. She's so great. She's fantastic I've, in everything she does. I mean, that Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks, the show with um Dead to Me. Dead to Me. Such a good show. Such an underrated show. God, if you're not watching Dead to Me, get the hell out. Is it coming back again? I think so, yeah. It's so smart. It's so funny. And funny, and I just love, you know, an adult female friendship that they're exploring. And, and it feels and real. It feels, feels like really friendships real. I know and people I know and, like, yeah. the way women can be together and be funny and, like, yeah, it's... It's so good. And it also gives you the feeling, the constant feeling of, oh, God, why did you just do that? Why did you just do that? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You're making it so much worse. Yes. There's also that uncomfortableness. And James Martin, who I think is dreamy. Oh, he's so dreamy. I mean, he's He's just super dreamy. So he's also, I feel like, underrated, like not used as much. He should be a huge star. That guy who's like very handsome, but can do comedy really well. Christina Applegate is fantastic in I it. I love it's the her. best thing she's ever done. Best. I mean, she's always good, but she's she's really good in this. So good in it. Yeah. So that's uh, our Linda Cardellini talk yep. for today. TED Talk, Linda Cardellini. Come next yep. time for our talk on... Um, Kyle Chandler. Yep. So we are going to take a little break. Sure we are. And we're going to come back with our guest. Oh, my gosh. Jackie Cation. Jackie Cation is so freaking funny. We're going to be losing our minds. Yes. And so she has survived a lot and I can't wait to hear about it. Me too. We'll be right back. Bye. 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Once again, I am Danielle Koenig. That's not what I was setting you up for. I was setting you up for saying your name. (laughs) You know what? Okay, now you say... Listen, yeah. I just want to remind people that you have a last name because we've been called out for not saying our last names enough. We have been called and out also, for many things. you know, just remind your dad that we are different people. I know. My dad doesn't know which one of us is talking. Because <laughs> our voices are so the same. I know. Okay. So let's... Okay. So, yeah. the, so then you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Christine Kimmel. No, I was going to do the Kimmel part. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now you do it. I'm Christine. Kimmel. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be beautiful in post. Isn't that nice? The voice you're hearing is our... <laughs> Special guest, we're so excited to have her. Um, Your dad knows my voice. Yeah. Hey, why do you call him, going, Mr. Canning? <laughs> you just call him and leave him weird messages. <laughs> this is Jackie Cation. You may know. First of all, she's an amazing stand-up, Thank an you. amazing stand-up, and you can get her new album, Staycation. I love that name. It's really brilliant. It's so good. It's S T A Y dash. Her last name is K A S H I A N. You can get it wherever you can uh, get albums, iTunes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. She's also the host of her own two podcasts, Dork Forest, which I've had the pleasure of being on, which was a blast. Oh my god! And the so Jackie fun. and Lori show with Lori Kilmartin. No guests, exactly one hour. Exactly. Is, nice. it, is it exactly one hour? If 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 we can get away with it, fifty eight minutes. Nice. Good job keeping it tight. In and out, nobody gets hurt. No, well, we we're hurt. We're constantly asking Kyle if it's an hour yet, and he's like, "I would tell you." Oh, you mean you're you're, you're trying? You're just striving to get to an hour. It's not that you right go. Well, over. I mean, literally, the Jackie and Laurie show is about stand up comedy, right? And we've been in a lockdown for seventeen months. I was like, "What Zoom shows did you do? What Zoom shows did oh you my do? God. Did you write anything new? Was anyone?" But now that we're back on the road again, uh, there are more. Stories. They're more like, hey, guess who was at, you know, and then all of a sudden, tapity tap, tapity tap. And you're like, oh, I had to stare at that guy for 12 minutes. And you're like, nope, I didn't. I walked out. <laughs> and uh, so I love it. And where where can someone find out about your dates since you're touring? Uh, oh, JackieCation.com. Uh, so you can go to JackieCation.com. Several albums ago, all available for free streaming. Oh, um, okay. Are, um, I did a joke about... Uh, FamilyPetAncestry.com. Yeah. And I purchased FamilyPetAncestry.com. And it now <laughs> points to JackieCation.com. I love it. So you can go there. You can see my new merch. You can see, watch videos of me doing oh, stand-up. Oh, you bought the, the, the domain. Yeah. That's hilarious. There, it, did it already exist? Oh, this is pre-Ancestry Pet Ancestry. So you I, made up the concept of Family Pet I am the Nostradamus of stand-up comedy. <laughs> and now we can look forward to the fact that on this new album, I predict that Germany is going to be the hero of World War III. Congratulations! Oh, Call Jackie. it here first. Huh? <laughs> Why, couldn't you just have made us the victors in your uh, prediction? You know, uh, if you admit the worst thing you ever did, you get to be the hero in the sequel. That's not my fault. I don't make the rules. Hmm. So I did that joke in Reykjavik, Iceland. Four Germans in the front row. Were you know like, what? Finally <laughs> vindicated. My husband's going to be really happy to hear that. Her husband's German. Is, uh, from yeah. Germany or from Germany. Germany? Oh, the German German. German yeah, German. Th- there yep. you go. So 
They do admit it. I'll give them that. Oh, yeah. My husband and repercussions, which is the only country in the whole wide world that's ever went. Yeah, you're right. Let me get my wallet. They're 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 taught to live with shame. That's great. So I love that. And that's it's instilled Mm -hmm. in them in school and through their lives. Well, and seems- to not to not be have pride from like, you know, how uh, we're very sort of nationalistic and some people are really nationalistic here. Yeah. Like they're taught to not have any nationalism and feel proud to be German. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I think it's a I good thing. A I think we could the least they could learn do. something from that. So much. 100%. So, so much. But, a, but enough about critical race theory. Um, <laughs> Enough about history. Next. So, Jackie, in the first half of the show, we were talking about how to survive drowning in your vehicle. And (laughs) now we're going to talk about how to survive drowning in alcohol. Oh, there you go. That's why we have you. Nice. Nice. (laughs) I uh, was a drinky drinker, Sin. I, Jackie Cation, used to have all the drinks Mm -hmm. in the whole wide world. Right. You know how, like, normal people drink? Uh, You may be normal people. Yes. Uh, Normal people have one or two drinks. They'll start to be loosen up a little bit. And they'll be like... This is great. (laughs) And then they might dance. They might go out to dinner. Then they go home. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, That is not how my body reacts to alcohol. My body enjoys uh, an alcoholic beverage more. Uh, It has some sort of abnormal response, essentially. Just sort of a, it's sort of allergic, I guess. Okay. They've done studies. On you. Uh, well, no, I've done my own research. <laughs> I've tried ivermectin. I've done all the things to figure out if I could. But when st- you tried ivermectin, you couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. More I was like, more, more and more and more. Yeah. So when, when I drink booze, I just, I drink all the booze that's available. Yep. And then okay. I look around to see who will lend me money. And then I uh, <laughs> occasionally steal booze. Uh, so what's from, happened? From what when, age to what age? ish were you do you think, hardcore uh, drinking yes. hardcore drinking would have been um well when i was a child in the 12th century sure the uh the drinking age in wisconsin uh was legally 18 okay oh and so uh and so which is why people from chicago would come would would uh, uh, and minnesota would drive in okay. illinois and okay everybody yeah. be like Woo, let's go party in wisconsin yes. and so uh <laughs> No, so a, I tra- a, word, a, a phrase I never thought I would hear. No. Uh, well, let's go party in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about the 70s. Anyway, uh, so, but the, um, yeah, so from when I was about 18 till I think 33, the age of Christ. Yeah. Coincidence? Yes. <laughs> Entire, entirely a coincidence. <laughs> well, you could say you were you died and resurrected a non-drinker, right? Right. Were you ever right. locked in a cave for three days? Uh, just the overnight. Uh, <laughs> just a couple of times for the DUIs. Right. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is so the drinking that I did was often free because of stand-up comedy, right? Right. You'd go and they'd be like, they wouldn't. You know, for some reason, they would give you a 20% discount on the food, but the booze was free. Knock mm-hmm. yourself out. Yes. I'm going to need $11 for those tacos. <laughs> and you're like, calm yourself. Then I won't have any. I'll just have another shot of beer. And so. Now um, I'm full. Now I'm full. <laughs> now, and so I had. This story is humiliating. This story is Love not it. a positive experience. Okay. I don't. I mean. That's what we specialize in. There you go. That's what we're looking for. Okay. So I had a good friend in Minneapolis who is an amazing comic no names will be said okay okay sure it's not hard to figure out who these people are but okay. uh, that's not that's on you All right. uh, so uh but she was a really good comic and um and she was in with the big comedy clubs there all the comedy clubs and and i was her project 
Oh, okay. And so we, um, we, she had kids, and um, I would do, uh, you know, and I did not know, I wasn't very good at friendship. I wasn't very good at, uh, I wasn't a whole person. I was drunk all the time. Mm, hard so to maintain friendships that way. Right, it was hard to, hard to know where boundaries were. I didn't, I was, you know, stand-up comedy was everything to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know the rest of life. I, I gotcha. am much better uh, at the at the golden age of 712. Yeah. I have some sense of boundaries. I know who are my friends, who aren't my friends. So, but at this time, and she wasn't good at it either, right? <laughs> well, that works out, kind right. of, right? Well, it worked out. She was, she tried to, I was her project, so she taught me, like, how to put on lipstick and how to dress better. Uh-huh. And she kind of got me some sets, and she got me in the club a little bit. I'm seeing a mom. Oh, it's her fixing Jackie. Yes. Oh, I. This is a project for anybody who wants it. <laughs> yeah, the project. The project continues. By the way, if anyone knows how to help me lose like sixty pounds from COVID, and, uh, and then and then also how to be bendier. Anyway, so but the uh, but the so I you know we there was a symbiotic relationship, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And to the point where she would pick up guys for me, an okay. extra guy. Okay. Oh, nice. And be like, okay. you should, you you would love sleeping with Jackie. <laughs> I heard her say oh, that. Oh, God. My God. That's and amazing. Talk about an amazing wingman. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I brought an extra one for you. Did you, <laughs> you want this guy? What do you think of this one? You want the other one? And the other guy, of course, is like, no, 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 I, I went with, can I have you? You're going to give me to her? Anyway, so all super flattering, as uh-huh. you can imagine. Yeah, right. And uh, only took her up on it once. Anyway, uh, charming. So, uh, <laughs> charmer. And so, uh, the worst time, though, is, uh, like, she didn't have a driver's license, so I would drive, and one night we were, we... We ended up. <laughs> the drunk has the driver's license. Yeah, the drunk has the driver's license. Uh, so when, when we end up in her apartment, and I'm so drunk, she didn't have a spare, uh, dude. And oh. she was like, I'm going to go have sex with this guy. Uh, don't go. And I was like, What? I got to go. And I, she was like, You're too drunk to drive. Just hang. I'll be right back. And uh, <laughs> this won't take long. This is a mother? Of two. Okay. Uh, so uh, I... Well, she needed a babysitter. I'm yeah, so drunk uh-huh. that the kids are... It's a one bedroom. The kids are asleep in the bedroom. Where she's going to have sex. No. She's in one corner. I'm in the other oh, corner. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, this is gross. This is not... <laughs> this is not... This is... You said you wanted something humiliating. <laughs> I am not the hero. Oh nobody, nobody is the hero. Of I'm this not thing. sure who I'm humiliated for right now. <laughs> I don't know. I think she could have used the life hammer tool <laughs> to get out of this. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and so they're having sex in the, that quarter. Now wait, I, I just have a question. I'm sure, sorry. Please, you said you were very similar. You and this woman was she also like had a problem with alcohol. Well, she didn't uh, have her driver's license. So I'm know. wondering about yeah. that. That's so, yeah. So I think clue. she drank. She drank a lot, but she was classy. You guys. She drank wine. <laughs> <laughs> she drank wine. She drank. Was it in a box or? It was all on bottles. Bottles oh, of wine. Bottles, okay. She was a real classy lady. And uh, so <laughs> she uh, put ice cubes in it. It was Riuniti. Riuniti. i Not champagne. No, Regular, I know. No, I'm kidding. I used to run and, around my house singing Martini and Rossi. 
Oscars for monthly when you've got good taste of shows. Remember that commercial? Yes. It was yeah, so now catchy. I do. And now I can't ever I know, forget it. You'll never forget it. That's so horrifying. <laughs> she was classy. Mm. Okay, so she was a classy drunk. Sure. And she, so she took this guy home. Okay. Right. So uh, I'm literally in the corner uh, crying. <laughs> Jackie, this right, is not, awful. that's the worst. It's not a good oh one. And so I'm sort of, um, I'm, you know, trying not to cry too loud because I don't want to interrupt their sex. No, you, no one likes to have a crying woman in the corner when they're having sex. <laughs> well, unless that's your thing. <laughs> Which yes, I don't believe it was their, this young man's thing. That's their thing. kink. I don't oh think that that God. was his thing. Anyway, it all gets wrapped up. Uh, <laughs> and then. Um, I've cried during sex. I haven't cried watching other people have sex. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch. Right. I was literally right. facing the wall, uh, curled oh up in the fetus, fetal oh. position, just drunk. And there was also, was I crying because they were having sex next to me, or was I crying because we were out of booze? Uh, we may never know. No. We may never know. Whatever it was, when he left, I left. And, uh, and then... But what logic is this? Are you sober at this point? Oh, no. No, no. Okay. But, uh, but now everybody's... Everybody's at least. I've had a good cry. Yes. They both had some sex. Oh, everyone's released. Yeah, yeah, everyone's. There's been a release, <laughs> uh, I think. And so now's the time to move on. There we go. Oh my god, that is amazing. Now, did you ever talk about it again with your friend? Did you ever discuss like the next day, the next time you saw each other? You had sex oh, no. in the room with me. Oh, oh no. no, it was never mentioned. No. Why? And is this person still in your life? No. Okay. No, we had to we had to wrap it up. At, was at, that at certain... the, was that the wrap up? Oh, you would think. No. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing about her is that she is literally very very helpful and very sweet. But I ran into her a couple of years, many probably ten years ago. Okay. And um. And she pretended not to recognize me. Oh. Wow. And then I literally had to say to her at one point, "Hey, remember." Jackie Cashew, you oh. remember me from your past? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're trying to forget that past. Yeah. Wait, what I if mean, I turn around now? Do you recognize? <laughs> I can cry. See, Would that help? Me in the. Do you recognize the back with my heaving shoulders as I'm sobbing while you have sex? Is that a familiar sight? Well, Jackie, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much. Can sure. I? Can I just ask her? Ask her a anything. tip. So, Jackie, for our listening oh, audience. Yeah. Oh, is there a tip? Do you have any advice? For how to survive a situation like that, if uh, that happens to one of our listeners, they well, come... there's so many things to survive in that story. Sure, that's true. Uh, the, there's, um, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> 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 I have at least a half a dozen stories that end, and then I wasn't killed. Yes. So, but the thing is, is I mean. You know how, like, we're all raised to live super defensively, right? Sure. You know, just as women. Yeah, absolutely. You're just like, it's just, it's muscle memory now. Right. You're just like, where's, where is everyone? <laughs> right. Where, I'm, I'm on the street. Where is everyone yeah. around yes. me? And so, um, you know, I, I would say that if you drink like I drank, you might want to look into that. Because that sure. that impairs your ability sure. to live slightly defensively. Absolutely. I mean, I would not say live defensively like Nancy Grace wants us to live defensively, right? Which yes. is everyone has their own spider hole and a shotgun. <laughs> but um, but I, I would say that girl 
were so beautiful <laughs> and so white. <laughs> and this monster <laughs> tried to threaten her. Oh. Is she still around? I miss I don't her. Th- I don't know where she is. Oh actually, my god, that was amazing. I, have, I, I I'll work on newer um, references. No, no I, I love. I love no, her. That was I a perfect reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. Never change. <laughs> no, <it's right. laughs> Never surrender. Um, <laughs> by Grapthar's hammer. Anyway, but the um, I went somewhere dorky in my own brain. I know. So. <laughs> love it it's like, it's like looking at my son <laughs> I, I am inside an 11 year old boy child uh who 14. desperately 14 14 holy Jackie, hell he's in high school that is a man child i know you have a man child i know not really but yeah so soon yeah so any any minute now. yeah okay uh yeah so i would recommend uh you know continuing to live a little bit defensively but not you know but definitely get out and yeah. try stuff because you get to you know i mean live your right and maybe if you're that drunk just walk outside while the people are having sex just maybe just protect yourself from always the take care of yourself call yeah. an uber maybe they didn't have it right, then, but they didn't. They, but now they. Taxi. I'm saying they yeah. one now. time I was at her her place and I passed out and I left my car in the circle. Yeah, and I woke up in the morning, and I walk out and my car's gone and I was like, I bet you they towed it. Oh no! So hungover. Yeah. So uh, I was like, I wonder where I go. And I'm just standing there staring off into the distance. And I go, it was a doorman building. She wanted to live in a fancy building the size of this table. Yeah. So so I went in and asked the doorman. I was like, if they towed my car. And he's like, oh, is that yours? And I was like, here's the number. And so it was on the other side of downtown Minneapolis. So I, it was only about two miles and God knows I need the air. And so I'm walking and I was confronted by a squirrel. This is also humiliating. (laughs) (laughs) The squirrel scared me so bad. (laughs) The squirrel literally, we're on a path together and the squirrel's here and I'm here. And I have to walk around the squirrel because I think the squirrel's going to kill me. And the so, squirrel was staring you down? And one. And one. I've never seen a squirrel not immediately dash off. That is... The squirrels are different in Minneapolis, I, I guess. I guess. Uh, happened in Van Nuys about 10 years ago as well. I, for some reason, <laughs> squirrels... Now, Garen, you are the... What is his name? Garden squirrel. He's the garden squirrel. So, does what does he, that mean? Well, Chris's <laughs> children... Um, saw his name yes. in a text exchange between the three of us and uh, thought it said Garden Squirrel so now he is the Garden Squirrel. <laughs> That's his nickname now. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they're an industrious uh, animal, the squirrel. <laughs> I can't believe the squirrel just fucking so, oh, oh. stared you down. That's it. it. I mean, the thing, I some people have, in my entire life, yeah. people have been like, you're a little intimidating and I was like, you should be a squirrel then. <laughs> Because uh, I'm not intimidating to a fucking squirrel. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. That's hilarious. Oh, how to survive squirrels? That's so many things to survive in your yeah. life. Squirrels. This 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 podcast just made me go. Why won't I write, write that book? The Jackie, uh, the memoir. You have so many funny. <laughs> you do. I mean, you could write a book on your father. You could write a book on drinking. You could write a book on squirrels. Like it never ends. Right, there's never ends. There's Please never write ends. that book. Come on the show. And yeah. you want to promote, promote that it. book? Yeah. Yes. yes. Now we've promoted the album, which everyone should look into. Yes, and if you liked it, staycation. feel free to text me uh, or DM me or uh, talk to me on online. If you didn't like it, shh. 
Yeah. Good. <laughs> Nobody I, needs always to hear good that. Advice. Too, late do, for, too late for notes. Yeah. Too late for notes. How do we find you in the world of the internet? At Jackie Cation on everything. From okay. TikTok to Instagram to YouTube to all of it. Okay. Uh, live it up. And uh, so JackieCation.com, two podcasts, Jackie and Lori in the Dork Forest. Yes. And um, a lot of uh, touring. So. Yum. Good. Yeah. Great. Find me. I think I just said Yum. <laughs> was yum t- yum Jackie Cage. you're just thinking of alcohol and squirrels <laughs> um, Jackie thank you so much we you're are welcome. so happy so we got fun. you in yes we know you're super busy so this was a pleasure thanks for having me and uh, Such a blast. come back anytime we'd love to we, have you again we, had it. we will be right back with what have we learned today exactly hey welcome back are you ready to uh, hey hey <laughs> Get the sillies out. Get the wiggles out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, You ready to hear about everything we learned (laughs) today? (laughs) God, what is... You just said that like it was a license plate. Like you couldn't uh, couldn't afford the articles. So you just said, you ready? (laughs) What am I trying to say? Not articles, but... Are you ready? Yeah. To hear some stuff. (laughs) That doesn't... What? I just want to... Are you ready to hear a synopsis of what you've already heard? Yes, but how do I say that more conversationally? Hey, guys, this is what we've learned today. Thank you. Welcome back. Hey, guys, this is what we learned today. The day after indeed holds up. You know, we're not bad people, but we did a bad thing. That's bloodlines. That's right. Stay calm. Panic equals death if you're in your car trapped underwater. Okay. You can use your headrest to break a window. Okay. Get your life hammer now. Not a sponsor yet. All right. Ann Baxter was in All About Eve. Knew it. Yeah, right? That's a great movie. Okay. Don't call your friends if you crash in the water. If you aren't watching Dead to Me, you're dead to us. Awesome. That should be a shirt. Germans are very apologetic. (laughs) Just ask my husband. He's always apologizing. (laughs) Poor guy. Not necessarily about the war, but... mostly to me. Right. All right. Hey, you know what? You can find us all over the internets. That's right. You know, just at podcast, how to survive, podcast at gmail, how to survive dot com. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Am I saying that right? Podcast, how to survive at gmail dot com. Send us some stories. Send us some near death experiences. Yeah. Tell us what you're afraid of. Tell us what topic you'd like us to talk about on the show. Tell us we're doing a good job. Yeah. Tell us what um you know uh, emergency accessories you have that you oh. recommend. Yeah. We want to get them. We want to buy stuff. Yeah. We love spending money. And you know what you can also do. Go to Apple or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. You can give us five stars if you like. That's right. And tell us, you know, what we like about us. And yeah. you know what? If you don't like us, we don't really need to know that. No, we're good. But yep. if, you, if you'd be so kind as to leave a, a review, Gosh. that would be hugely appreciated. We would just love that about you. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. We'd love to hear from you on the social media at Pod How to Survive on Twitter and Instagram. And also, you can send us an email, podcasthowtosurvive at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your survival stories or just say hello. All right. Talk to you later. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. 
Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.